Yo. Yo, yo. What's happening? Hello, What's everybody. On, Welcome to your boy Jello Podcast. We got my boy Doc Casey in the house today. So we are going to uh, jump right into some conversation. And we do really appreciate all the uh, folks that have uh, been downloading and reaching out and all that stuff. It's kind of cool. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. So um, today we've got a couple of different things that we want to discuss. Um, primarily, um, I believe last time. So there's going to be a little delay. So as you guys are jumping in on here and trying to communicate, uh, you just let us know where you're at um, and we'll take it from there. So first and foremost, what we're looking to discuss is, um, well, I wanted to discuss why taking a break is, is super important and uh, what that can do for you uh, going forward as far as obtaining your, what did we talk about the other day? Leveling up yourself. Leveling up, right. And, you know, talking about taking a break. I mean, man, you can't, you know, whatever, everybody's striving for something, you know, Um, whether it's self-imposed or out of necessity, you know, whether you, you know, whether somebody wants to get their finances under control or, or because they have to, or because they really want to just because it's that time in their life it's time to kick everything it's time to kick everything up a notch and i think there's a certain level of intensity that's required to get results that you're not used to so if you have to if if you if you're in an extreme example if you're you know, like this guy, have you seen him? He's all over Facebook. Like Tony Robbins took notice of him. He was bed bound for a few years. Have you seen this guy? He was like 900 pounds. Yeah. That's just, and, that's, uh, yep. yeah. And his, uh, I think his girlfriend's son is a personal trainer and started, uh, having him do workouts from his bed. And, uh, now, and eventually he's been like, he, he drove, he went and got his driver's license the other day. He hasn't driven a car in like eight years or something like that. And yeah, it's incredible. The guy's going to family reunions. He's not bed bound anymore. So to even start doing those workouts for that guy while he was still bed bound, that requires a certain level of intensity, right? Right. Compared to what he's used to. Well, that's the, that's the, that's the thing about when you're, when you are trying to find some kind of way to get back into fitness you, you're, you are too far gone, but the immediate thing that happens to most people is that they forget how long it took them to get that way. Yeah. So when they try to change, change their performance, change their life, change, um, how they're going about things, it's almost more stressful to them to even, and we talked about, you know, quitting just before you get to your breakthrough. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about that. The other that day. happens. That yeah. happens more frequent, more frequently than not. Let me just put back myself in this chaise lounge here. Um, <laughs> that's, that's one of the points about taking a break, right? Sometimes you need to take the break to reset everything mm-hmm. so that you are able to do these things. Um, you're going to burn out. You're going to burn out. It always happens. It, whenever set, whenever somebody sets that sets a goal, 
they're going to get in shape. They're going to try and change their emotional state on a day-to-day basis. No doubt. That takes focus. That takes energy. It takes a certain level of intensity right. that you can't, depending on how dedicated you are to that goal, um, you're going to try and sustain that level of enthusiasm and intensity. Um, but it's just, it's not realistic to, you know, to sleep at a nine and in that level of intensity. So nope. I think it's okay to, to kind of not sit on your laurels, you know, sit, sit back on your haunches a little bit, but, you know, kind of take the pressure off of yourself. Yes. It's going to create, it's like the concept behind like a cheat meal when you're trying to, when you're trying to change your nutrition or lose weight or get fit or whatever, you know, and you know, you can only eat so much chicken and broccoli (laughs) and, you know, besides being like, why am I doing this? Like, this is just totally burning myself out. So, you know what, man, if you got to go out and you got to smash some onion rings and a burger once a week, once every other week to keep your sanity, do it. Well, that's what it's about, right? It's not about, it's about getting to a point where you're comfortable with what you're doing, but also getting to a point where you can feel like, hey, I'm not beating myself up because I had, you know, uh, seven ounces of of chicken as opposed to the four or eight I was supposed to have or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, And relax, man. Well, that's the whole thing. If, If you can't enjoy, and this is the other part of it, right? You take a break. You get yourself realigned with what you want to accomplish and you come back with a, a fury, basically. Like you want it so bad that you, you know, that devil saying you want it so bad you can taste it kind of thing. And yeah. that's the whole thing, right? You need, you need to, you need to really sit down and, and one, how am I, how, for some people, how am I going to look? Um, the Think about the end result, right? How am I going to look? How am I going to feel? Mm-hmm. Um, what, what do I want my loved ones to say? You know, um, and and more importantly, what you're saying to yourself, which, excuse me, which leads me to the next um, uh, thing is like when you come back from your your break, most folks have one or two things in their head, right? They either have that positive internal dialogue or they have that negative internal dialogue where we just talked about you're constantly beating up yourself because of what you didn't do on X amount of days or day one of the program. The whole idea, I think, for most folks is to understand that when they when they go and do something and they put everything in, all in, right? You mm-hmm. always hear about all in. Mm-hmm. When you're all in and you're you can't lose touch with the fact that you are a human being, right? We're not mm-hmm. robots, we're not gonna and we hear what do we hear now? Right. We hear 10 X, we hear beast mode. We hear, you hear all these things that surround leveling up, but nobody's really grabbing that individual and telling them, right. There's really no reason for you to beat up yourself to get to that. Like everybody, everybody likes to embrace that, that quality, that ideal, the idea of beast mode. Right. Mm -hmm. But nobody wants to go into it blindly knowing that they, their internal dialogue is always already, already telling them that they're not going to complete whatever mission or goal that they have set out. So I think there, there's that, there's that seesaw of positivity where you feel great because you took a break. The goal is to break the habits that were holding you back in the first place. And I think some people, when they go away 
on vacation. They're mm-hmm. it's not more it's more of them running away. Instead it's, of running towards it it's not something they're they're taking a break like when someone falls off the wagon right. with fitness, nutrition or something like that. Right. It's they're experiencing that fatigue and it just kind of derails. 100%. So, you know, if you are if you're trying to get your um if you're trying to get your finances in order and you're, you know, you've been, you've been saving, you've been eating in, you've been doing all the things that you should do, but you know that you got a Vegas vacation coming up, <laughs> you know? So plan for the breaks. Right. Right. This is, right. This is what we were talking about yesterday. Look right? at it as part of your overall strategy, right. not, I can't do this anymore. Right, right. And you so, just fall. And the reason totally right, you, you fall totally off, you fall back. And the reason you fall back is because you were comfortable in that position of not doing anything. <clears throat> we we are say, so right. If you say, hey man, I'm going to Vegas. I got two grand that I've set aside. I'm not gonna worry about, you know, I know I can go out and have a really nice dinner. I haven't gone out for a really nice dinner in six months because I've been trying to exercise financial responsibility. Right. You plan for it and you say, okay, my vacation is from Friday to Tuesday. But when I come back Wednesday morning, it's back with the strategy. Right. And that's that's the strategy. Right. Structure. Right. And everybody, everybody wants to have it, but not everybody wants to do it. And that's, that's the thing, right? We all want beast mode. We all want, we all want to be financially fit, financially Mm -hmm. well. And it all comes down to, to your desire to, cause not everybody desires the same thing. Right. And that's where it gets confusing for people because social media has created this, this, this monster of, you know, look at me, look how fit I am. Mm -hmm. Follow me and do as I'm doing instead of getting down. Cause nobody wants to post anything that's unsexy. Right. Mm-hmm. If I sat here and told people that for most folks going out and getting into the fitness realm, fitness world of which I've been doing for dare I say 25 years, which is just freaking nuts. And I'm going to get mm-hmm. into what, what I almost did. Because I just got sick of the industry, and that's a whole other uh-huh. thing. And I've got a, obviously I've got a couple friends in the industry that I know exactly where I'm going with that crap. Sure, but, more than a couple, right? So when you when you change the speech in your head and change the, I think it, it you change you change your desired outcome by changing your internal dialogue. Until you change mm-hmm. that, until until that changes, you just it's going to be a cycle of mass confusion for you. Right. So Go ahead. being a personal trainer, have what are I'm sure you've seen themes that of internal diet, negative internal dialogue. Oh, God. And positive internal dialogue. Yeah, because that can with, with clients. Yes. What are some examples of that and how have you seen them change? Um, I would say when it comes to. Well, well, I guess we'll use universal weight loss, right? Mm-hmm. You use universal weight loss. You point somebody in the right direction. You give them, you do the weigh-in, you do the circumference, you do all the things that you would do ideally when you're in a one-on-one situation. 
so that that person can see what they're doing. The problem with that is most folks don't realize that there is a there is an imaginary wall at some point. If someone comes in and says, I'm going to lose, uh, my goal is to lose 30 pounds and whatever. I might, we'll, we'll say we always want to put a stop line on it, but we, I always say, if you're going to, if you're going to pick this up mm-hmm. and learn the right way to do something, you want to make it a current, you want to make it a current lifestyle. You don't, you want mm-hmm. to be a lifestyle change, not just, I'm going to work out and lose that weight. And then, yeah. That then not work. about a wedding. It's not about a vacation. No, no. and I, and those are the things that would really uh, turn me off as as a trainer. Um, and look, I'm always going to go for what that person wants and what they need. The whole thing with losing the weight is that yes, I can. We can show you how to lose that weight, but until this is cleaned out, we talk about cleaning out, cleaning your cleaning eating clean, cleaning out your cupboards, clean, mm-hmm. replacing foods that are better for you and those kinds of things. But until you replace those negative thoughts with some positive things, like I'm mm-hmm. going to enjoy the process. I know there's going to be some setbacks and I'm not going to get to where I am. Then that's where the true measurement of, of where your weight loss is going to connect with everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, we know the first seven to 10 days is going to be mostly water weight. Usually the first couple of weeks, depending on the severity or I shouldn't say severity, the, the uh, intensity of the workouts, how many days of the week that you're working out and and really how committed you are to yourself with doing the unsexy things. And nobody, Mm -hmm. like I said, nobody wants to hear that. Mm -hmm. And that's where client and trainer butt heads. (laughs) Right. Cause it's not about, it's, it's not about, looking cute in your workout outfit. It's about making your rice and baking your chicken and doing the unsexy things. Right. And and, and that, and that, and that kind of closes the gap when you can share those things with them on how to get that switch to turn on, or I should say the one switch to turn on and the other one to turn off mm -hmm. so, so that you're subconsciously feeding yourself all these things that are positive. So you're not dreading drinking that water. Look, every time I meet meet with someone, the first thing I always say is, I always ask is, how is this? How is, how is your intake? How is your, mm-hmm. what are you doing now that's going to help you create that path to sustainably keeping off the weight? Mm-hmm. Look, and I, I got into the business kind of naivete when I, when I got into training, right? I, you know, Mm -hmm. I love doing it. I love work, but then there's this thing called, um, adherence. When somebody is not adhering to something that you've spent your life learning. Mm -hmm. And like we talked about not being the smartest guy in the room or -hmm. woman in the room and learning from people and being open-minded to suggestions. Mm -hmm. Like, First thing I I always run into this people want things fast and this is what we talked about we we live in the culture of of the monster the, the the social media I mean this it's some good we're doing this now this is good yes mm-hmm. but the social media monster has given us this false sense of 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 luxurious loss of weight and and gains mm-hmm. like in thirty days like in twenty one days like in sixty days like. It is all up to that individual to take those little, the pieces that can actually work for you. And I'm not saying everybody on 
uh, that's in fitness that uh, has a social media page is bad. All I'm saying is that you can't take everything from these from everybody and use it all for yourself. You're not that person. Yeah. Right? Even when I'm training you, I would rather my, for myself, I would rather train you to the point where you do not need me. Sure. And if I you mean, do, isn't that isn't right. that really the goal of any teacher? Right. And at the end, right. learning exactly. the instruments exactly. or anything. Exactly. You know, you have the ability to do this on yourself. Right. That's why when you see things like this, there's always that little fine print at the bottom. Results may vary. Results may vary. Results you know? are very true. Why is Joe, why is Joe lost the tire and, and I still have it? Well, get yeah. real with yourself, right? I think when I when I and I <laughs> I got real cynical by the time I was 30 in this industry. I'm 48 now. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's all changed because I've I've grown as a trainer too and been super open-minded. And everybody's trying to reinvent the wheel when the little stuff is what gets you to that big stuff. I'm not going to ask you to do something that's going to hurt yourself, but I'm going to challenge you to be better at doing a squat, doing a deadlift, doing lunges, doing doing all the things mechanically that you need to do to get Mm -hmm. into beast mode. You cannot get Mm -hmm. into beast mode unless you learn – the non-sexy stuff. It's just I yeah. don't care. I don't care who you are, unless you're unless you are a former athlete, which I have trained before as well. That's a whole. I mean, you got to tell sure. athletes to slow down. Is what you got to do. Sure. Not with the average person. The average person needs to be told, you got to do these. You got to do this. Yeah. Gonna do bands. We're gonna do things that are gonna help you recover better. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the other thing. Nobody talks about the principle of recovery. Of course, I want you to work out four days a week, drink your gallon of water every day, mm-hmm. and and somewhat for the average person, eat somewhat clean. And the reason mm-hmm. I say somewhat clean is because most folks try to tell me that they eat everything organic. Well, <laughs> just because it, if it's in a box and it says organic doesn't mean <laughs> – that you organic need to eat doesn't more necessarily of it. mean no, no, better. No, I try to or tell more nu- or more right. nutrient dense. Right, your your food should just be as more as as sustainable as your workouts are going to be for you. Yeah, right. I'm going to teach you something to sustain. People that do, <laughs> people that you know, do, just, just right. As right. a side note, you know, organic versus, you know, like I tend to like. I mean, like I guess I'll buy organic if I have the option between two. If it's not like seven dollars more expensive but you know i think there is a lot to be said at least for like produce because like when you go in and buy strawberries and it's the size of a cantaloupe yeah you're like there's no gmo in there you know or like or the one that always blows my mind like i actually said i was at the grocery store and i actually said there was somebody like stocking i was buying chicken and there was somebody stocking the meat and i held up a package of like not just run-of-the-mill mass-produced chicken breast and i was like have you ever seen a chicken does a chicken breast look like this i mean this is big as a catcher's mitt (laughs) (laughs) it's so true man so yeah yeah yeah, i mean we got it you got to kind of put things and honestly right now we're running in like the economy so screwy right now because the prices of everything is like this is a good time to really look at alternative sources of of what you're putting in your body. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, well, I'll get into a little bit of of what my daily routine is as far as um, 
what I do for myself every morning that works for me. And that's the other thing too, with the, the social media monster. Um, not only does it mess up your internal dialogue when you're thinking one way before you even find these people and it just sets you back because you're trying to do what they're saying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you gotta, you gotta get into the things that, uh, work for you and only yeah. for you. Um, I think that's being a, being a trainer. I think that's the hardest thing to convey because they'll be like, like I usually get comments like, Oh, I hate guys like you kind of thing. Like I, I get fit shamed. We talk about, you know, fat shaming and, and, and all that. But there stuff, is, but there, right, is, there, there is, is fit shaming. shaming. Like it's not yeah. what I do for myself. I get battered and bullied because sometimes because of how, how I look and because of my age fit wise, I mean, I get it. Not all 48 year olds can do and want to do what I do on a daily basis, but that's not really the point. The point is I'm trying to like be that guy that somebody will say like, Hey, well, that's pretty dope, man, that you're 48 and you're still doing it. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to outdo. I try to outdo. Look, I'm in competition with myself. I try to outdo myself. Right. That's the um, only person that anybody should be in competition with. Right. And um, that brings me to the uh, the what if clause. 